Alright folks, it's uh, Slung the Biscuit here, episode 41. We're looking at approximately uh, plus 8 degrees here in beautiful Warburg, Sweden. We're going to be uh, taking a train about 3 hours down to the east of uh, Stockholm. And, uh, should we sit back and enjoy the ride there? Uh, all, uh, all flight crew uh, prepare for takeoff. How was that? Is that pretty good? I think so. Is that Swedish? Is no, that like this is like flight attendant. I saw this like TikTok oh. the other day of like... Uh, Thank you for like traveling. Flight attendants, you take the mic, you put it like right in your mouth, you sound just like a flight attendant. I thought Thank you for traveling. <laughs> Hi, thank you for flying Delta. It is sunny and 75 here in uh, Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin. Thank you guys for choosing Delta. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for choosing Delta. Yeah, like we had another choice. You guys are just the cheapest. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I, I really like is, is uh, Family Guy, Ollie Williams, and Tom Tucker's like, and to Ollie Williams with the weather report. What's it looking like there, Ollie? It's raining cats and dogs. Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. Well, that's our intro. Welcome back to Slinging the Biscuit. Episode 41. Episode Thank you as always 41. for joining us on your favorite hockey podcast that rarely ever talks about hockey. In fact, we do the opposite. We don't talk almost any hockey on this podcast, which is why it's great to be with you. Accompanied by my co-host, Pat Shea. You know him. He's the good-looking guy on the internet, on your YouTube home screen, on your recommended tab. He plays in the East Coast for the Maine Mariners. Also, a couple of people were very confused. People think that you and I play on the same team. I want to clarify, Pat plays for the Maine Mariners in the East Coast Hockey League. I play, duh, past tense, for the VIU Mariners in the BCIHL, the BC Intercollegiate Hockey League, once upon a time. I was the third-string practice goalie. Pat is sniping Genos and breaking faces. Um, on the fourth uh, line for the Mariners. I am not on the fourth line. Third line. No. Uh, we Second don't have line. a fourth line. One. So, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what's crazy about the coast is like because of so many uh, like guys going up, down, and around. Like One day I'll be third line or like extra forward. Another game I'll be first line center. It's like... It's wild, man. It's <laughs> I don't know what to expect when I go to the rink. I'm like, I, I'm either going to be the extra forward or, you know, the first line center. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, coach calls you in the office. You're thinking, yes, this, 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 yeah. this could be really good or really bad. Coach, you're not how you doing? You know? <laughs> and then he tells you, so um, our first, second, and third line center all tested positive for the sniffles. Also, our water boy is down, and our guy managing the gate for letting in season ticket holders is. So how do you feel about working all five positions tonight? Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. Sounds I'll good. drive the Zamboni too. It's great. <laughs> can you can you imagine that? You run to the locker room, throw your skate guards on, come <laughs> out, and you're just ripping around the bony. You, like, dude, you got the t-shirt gun cannon, just firing the thing off there. A, yeah, I'd be a great Zamboni rider <laughs> driver. No, the t-shirt cannon yeah, no. too. You got to shoot off t-shirts into the uh, into the upper deck. Yeah. No, I should. I should start that, dude. Like, be like the player, coach, GM, Zamboni driver, Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon, except he doesn't drive Zambonis on the basketball court. That's like, yeah. that's the big difference. That's my that's my shtick. So, <laughs> Jackie, travel. Come on, one and a yeah. half steps. Jackie, you walked. Suck my cock. I'll murder your family. <laughs> Boots the ball in the stands. Next time, that's your head. That's your head. Next time, you're a big baby, Jackie. <laughs> I watched Blades of Glory recently again for like the nineteenth time. It it's still as good as it ever was. I think it gets better. It gets better with time. Like fine wine. Jazz Michael Michaels is an ice-devouring sex tornado spun into the hellfires of Motown. <laughs> it's like, I don't even remember Stockholm. I remember Boston, though. And there's as sweet as the cream <laughs> yeah. pie that town was named on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Stockholm, get on your feet. 
I don't remember Oslo. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Oslo. I don't yeah. even remember Oslo. <laughs> I remember oh. Boston though. <laughs> I love the, I love the interview. Yeah, you want to call being a nine-year-old with a 35-year-old girlfriend trouble. You know, these diaper bags are used to make for Faith Hill. <laughs> Ice devouring sex tornado. <laughs> you went platinum with his poem or his poetry. Let me put my poems in you. <laughs> hey, Nancy Kerrigan, you an official here? You officially give me a boner. Dude, I saw that movie when I was like, it came out like 2008, so I was 11. I yeah. saw that movie for my birthday with a group of my friends from my hockey team, and my mom took us because we oh. needed. Obviously, we didn't drive or anything, so she took Shout us out to the Lorraine. theater. Yep, and we're leaving the movie. We're, we thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and we're like all quoting it. I remember quoting that scene like Nancy Kerrigan, "You an official here," and we kept going because you've officially given me a boater. Oh. So we're like we're all quoting this, <laughs> essentially saying boner mean like not knowing what the hell it means or like what's going on and my mom's probably up there just like jesus christ like what did i just do <laughs> she's probably like shut up stop saying that <laughs> we're idiot kids innocent what, what, we were. what a great movie what, what, a, what a great show speaking of uh shows um as always we want to thank you for listening to sling the biscuit uh we are episode 41 we've been doing this since april of 2021 now welcome to 2022 new oh, year yeah, new year same pile of shit speaking new of year, uh, piles of pod. shit Speaking of piles of shit, how about me and Pache tell everybody about the viewers of the week who are not? Um, anyway, uh, we'll transition here. So we got, um, as always, we have viewers of the week. If you're on the video version, if you're in the audio version, maybe you're listening to the car, you're watching the video version on YouTube, you're at the gym. Apparently, people are listening to the podcast at the gym, which is really kind of cool. We motivate. Uh, you want to be apparently? I don't know how, but apparently we are. Um, <laughs> So we just want to say thank you. Yeah, if you are at the gym, whatever you're doing, and if you want to be viewer of the week, send me a message yeah. on Instagram, send me an email, or send Pat a message. Except Pat will take like 12 business days to get back to you. I'll get back to you probably the same day, if not uh -huh. next day, and just give us a reason why. We'll uh, make you viewer of the week if that's uh, cool with everybody. Can I? Can we talk to this person right now who's in the gym listening to us? Like, like we're in their ears right now, right? They're they're at the gym. Like, let's chat mm -hmm. with them. Like, how are you doing? Like, I hope they're mid-squat. Like, if they're going down for a squat right now and we're just thinking about it, like, that's it. That's it, buddy. You can do it. Touch that ass to the grass. Get that ass on your grass. Maybe there's a thorn bush on the grass and it accidentally goes up your ass. Thorn bush, grass to ass in your squats. And now I hope you're, now I hope you're, you're doing, you're squatting and you're thinking of me at the bottom. So I, I hope your squat's going well. Look to the Which, girl. In the little lemon yeah. sweats, right to your left. Go ask her out. Uh oh, you you put too much weight in the bar, and you just farted at the bottom of the squat. Oh. You thought she didn't notice. <laughs> she noticed. She doesn't because, want you anymore. And because you have the mentality of a five year old, you heard the fart, thought it was funny and shitty more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you ever do that? You ever do that? Like when you're oh, squatting yeah, at the gym and you just rip ass at the bottom of the squat, you're like, fuck. Dude, I'll, I'll do one better. Have you ever shit your pants on the ice, like mid-ice session? No, no, I actually have never done that. I don't Dude, think I, like even as a kid, I, I don't think I did that. You know, recently, uh, I'm not going to say when, because I, I don't want people going back to the vlog and be like, that was the moment he did it. You know what I mean? I don't want to like incriminate myself or anything. But um, it, it happened a couple weeks ago. I was like transitioning from post to post, like in, in my reverse VH, which for those listening to Pat's uh, audience, that's like a butterfly in your post. And uh -huh. so I, I slide into my post, 
I plant my anchoring leg into the ice and I squeeze the post to try to maintain like a nice tight seal. And when I did, I farted. And, and honest mm. to God, because like I had the mentality of a five-year-old, I thought it was funny. And so I started laughing a little harder and then I ended up shitting my pants. Wow. <laughs> did you at least wipe? No, I, I, I had to finish practice and then deal with it after. Dude, oh, God, I, I, crap. That's terrible, man. Dude, you, you know what? <laughs> Hold on. It gets worse. We, we have like the most amazing equipment trainer ever. Like this guy is just, he, he sharpens skates incredibly. He does laundry. He just, he does so many good things. I, I felt so bad because I, I, I did what I did in my, my shorts right. and I, I put it at the bottom of the laundry pile so we wouldn't notice. And then, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's bad, man. What's wrong with me? <laughs> You didn't have to share that, you know. You, like, I, I you didn't, chose I to did. do that. <laughs> I, I just wanted to be. Anyway, you know what? Let's do some viewers of the week because we appreciate <laughs> everybody. Uh, yeah, let, let's let's say my, my dad's gonna listen to this. Oh, oh, I raised God, that crap. son. Damn it. Anyway, God bless him, the equipment manager. God bless him. Shall we viewers yes. of the week? R- okay, rile him off. So we have uh, Braden. He wanted to say that uh, he was sitting in the Olive Garden, carb loading, and blasting the podcast. You're welcome for the free advertisement, boys. By the way, I'm 17. Ooh. It's good. I wonder who picked up the bill at the Olive Garden. to be 17. Yeah, maybe uh, works, newspapers, um, mm-hmm. OnlyFans. Maybe like he's a kid. Maybe he's creative. Maybe he's an entrepreneur. He makes money. He's hustling at the Olive Garden. Yeah. Um, we also got uh, Mark from Scotland, and he said, I want to be viewer of the week because I want to rip Pat and tell him, please get some wireless AirPods. So that, uh, yeah. yeah, whatever. I just, our team gave us like skull crushed wireless. Skull candy. Pod. Skull candy. Yeah, skull candy. And uh, it was way too delayed, and it didn't work when I was trying to sync them. So I don't know. I, I, here I am with the wires again. There's no, uh, no Also, issue. we got uh, Higgy. This guy has been bumping for a couple of weeks to be viewer of the week. I apologize, buddy. He said, I want to know, am I the only guy that messages you guys back about the podcast uh, when I listen? Uh, no, there are multiple people who message me about the podcast every week with you know different feedback. They want to be viewers of the week and whatnot, but uh, we appreciate everybody. I'm sure Pat has like 30 DMs that still haven't been read since October. So hey. we're working on it. Sorry. Uh, George, his real name is Tyler. I don't know why I penciled that in. Um, he's 10 episodes in. He loves it. Shout out to you, buddy. Justin Scores said he wants to be viewer of the week because he's helping us keep the lights on. That's that's fact-based. The lights are on still, so God bless you, my friend. Uh, we got Mark Quinn. He said, uh, oh, sorry, I told him to listen to the podcast, and then he sends me a screenshot that he's listened to every episode, all 40, now soon to be 41, two hours later. So he didn't, you know, BS it or whatever. Yeah. Like, Mark listened to every episode. So uh, God bless you, my friend. That's um, that's all of our viewers of the week. Also, I wanted to point out a little fact that I found. Um, so to date... Between YouTube and uh, the auto version, Spotify, Apple, Google, 50% of our listeners are coming from the United States of America, so God bless you. Uh, 38% are coming from Canada. I mean, the whole country's locked down, so we got nothing else to do right now except yeah. listen to our podcast. So hopefully when you Classic. get your rights back, you'll turn the podcast on still. Um, 6% from Sweden. I'm going to go uh, give myself a pat on the back for that 6% because I don't think anybody in Sweden follows Pat outside of hey, our guest for I have next a week. I have a couple. Next a week's couple. guest. We'll get to that in a second, though. And then two uh, percent in the UK. So um, yeah, my that's, boys. That's awesome. Those are my boys in the UK. Yes, I I know them <laughs> personally. I'm going to take credit um, for those. <laughs> but yeah, you know? I just want to say again, thank you to everybody for being viewer of the week. If you're listening to the podcast, you want to be viewer of the week, send me a message. Uh, we we appreciate your support a lot. It's been 41 episodes and. We've gone from a podcast that just like we didn't know what we were doing to now kind of like we're kind of slowly finding our our feet, our footing. We're getting exciting yeah. guests. Um, 
that like a story I kind of mentioned a little bit last week in last week's viewer episode or viewer special episode was uh, Dylan Grand, uh, goalie for the uh, Kamloops Blazers, uh, Team Canada starting goalie this year, the World Juniors, the backup last year. Um, he messaged me. When, when did we do behind the cage, Pat? That was what? about. A January? little over a year ago. It was January of 2021, yeah. Yeah, so anybody knew. So Pat had a podcast, year, yeah, Behind the Cage. Uh, he asked me, hey, you want to come on the podcast? Because I think Pat was pretty much scraping the well dry for guests. So I said, sure. <laughs> we did an episode. And, you know, Dylan messaged me, hey, man, podcast was really great, really funny, really enjoyed it. And kind of got the, the balls rolling in my head, manscaped balls in my head rolling, thinking, oh, maybe yeah. we should do something. And then three months later, boom, we got the podcast. And now we're, we're off and rolling. We're, we got about... Um, between the audio and the video version, we're getting about 3,000, um, a little under 4,000 every single week. So to everybody listening, thank you very much. We appreciate your support. Bless you. Bless you. Uh, speaking of Olive Garden, uh, are you a fan of Olive Garden? I, I do. I, I like the fact that you can yeah. you can just have like unlimited breadsticks and just carb load, bury like 30 of them. And That's then by the time amazing. your entree, well, yeah, your entree comes and then you just say, oh, I'll take it to go. I'm good. Because you just bury all the breadsticks, but you can't get the breadsticks if you skip the dishes. You know what I mean? Because they're unlimited, yeah. so you just keep you know shoveling them and shoveling them and shoveling them until you're full. Take your entree and you go. When I was uh, not well, my when my girl was in town here right before the holiday, we was post game. I was like, "Hey, where should we go?" I was like, "Olive Garden. Let's go to all. Let's go to the garden. Let's go to to, to the garden and get some salad." And uh, I was just kind of like a little like you know spacey, like just play a game, whatever. Just like not really uh all there you ever have that where like you know you might not be uh fully engaged in the combo with your girl by accident you know you're kind of like on your phone like a little spacey i but maybe that's me because my attention span i don't know i don't know but anyways first she comes in she's never been there and she's all like the guy comes up and he's like um so, hold on hold on can i back you up for a second can you introduce her to the program give us a description height weight birth year, eye color, you know, employment status, all that kind of stuff. Just give us a little, nice little description so everybody knows, especially in the auto version. She's um, 5'10". She's tall. Oh. Uh, she's a she's little... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Taller than you? A little bit shorter than me. Okay. okay. A little bit. Just a tad. Can she wear heels? Can she wear no. heels with you? Nope. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. She wore, she wore boots over Christmas break, and she was taller than me. So I was like, oh, well. <laughs> let's not wear yeah those. I, actually okay. <laughs> I, I just got a piece of paper slid to me under the desk it turns out every time she picks up a pair of heels she gets a matching phone book for pat to stand on on the day <laughs> yeah pants. yeah yeah so that's an interesting thing it, my mom said pat takes confidence to go out with a tall girl i said yeah you're right mom i am super confident thank you for those words of wisdom so everyone talking some shit right now i'm a confident guy how about that and yeah that's about that's about all uh I'll tell you about her uh, physically. Age? When, when she born? Uh, she's my age. She's twenty four. Religion? She? Uh, um, what's I, she into? I think Christian Catholic. Okay. Well, I, okay. I know, I know. So that's what she was growing up with. Okay. Um, Employment history. What she? What she do? She teacher. She just Ooh. graduated as like got her like student teaching shit. Uh, early education. Early education. She is so she can. Okay. She, so she can teach five. me. We so often, she's got patience, which yeah. is a, a, an essential skill for with, with Pat Shea. We often do role play where she's my teacher, and I've I've been the naughty student who needs some oh. extra time in office hours. And uh, I, we haven't done that, but I want to. I do want to do that. That'd be fun. I just got to convince her. 
I'll add that to my list. But anyways, yeah, we went to we went to Olive Garden after my game. <laughs> oh yes, yes, the Olive Garden. That's why we we're talking. <laughs> and I about wasn't this. Okay. Uh, I wasn't giving her like on my full attention. I guess I sometimes I'm guilty of that. I have a spacey mind sometimes, like rolling all over the place. Whatever. I'm like my dad's texting me about the game. I'm like showing like I'm looking at like video. People are texting me things, and then like the guy comes. He's like, "Hey, super salad," and and she's like. Uh, wait like i don't want that i'm like no you like it's on the house like you just get like grab either one and she's like i don't wait what it's like what is house like what's the house salad i'm like i don't know it's on the house just like you don't want it well i'll get it (laughs) you know but like i was kind of like not really and she's like oh shit like what is he talking about like thinking i'm like mad at her i'm like listen just get a fucking salad like (laughs) get like get get the soup or the salad doesn't matter like i'll eat it i'll eat both whatever more for me <laughs> yeah like it's time goes on and i guess i don't know so in her head she tells me like after we leave olive garden she's like she's like hey are we like okay are we good i'm like yeah what are you talking about she's like i don't know, i thought you were like about to break up with me <laughs> and i'm like uh no no why'd you think that she's like i don't know you were like not you know, you kind of seem like off at Olive Garden, like you weren't really there, and you were like yelling at me about the soups and the salads. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, no, that's my bad. I, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I would know she's always, so in her head. She's like, damn it, like this is it. Like he's about to like break up with me. In my head, I'm just like, damn, I love these fucking breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just a recent Olive Garden uh, encounter I had. I, I gotta ask, what, what, what kind of soup are you? You like a broth or like a cream based soup? You know, I'm not actually a soup guy. I go, I go with the salad what? there. I don't really. What? Yeah, I don't really care for soup. It's just like I'd I'd rather drink Gatorade, you know, than than what? eat soup. Like soup, I don't know. Soup's okay, dude. It's winter. It's soup season. Soup soupy. I've been hammering down on soups for the last like two months. I've been buried like you, you put you crackers it, in there. It. Do you put crackers in your soup? No, no, no. I, I don't do that. I I make my soup good enough. You don't eat crackers. See, like when I was younger, I used to eat a lot of soup in high school. I'd eat like I don't know, it was Campbell's chicken noodle soup, or maybe like meatball soup. I don't know what the fucking uh, Progresso, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. I would take a full sleeve of crackers, and also I would put the cracker in and constantly eat the cracker. I would go through the full sleeve in my soup. So I was carb loading for sure. See, the cracker's good. I'll I'll tell yeah. you what's even better than the cracker and soup is a grilled say, cheese did say, sandwich. Did you say crack is good or cracker is the crackers well, are good? Well, both depending on, on what's seasonally available. But I'm talking about like a nice grilled cheese sandwich in tomato soup. You know, oh, like a nice I little see, tomato bisque. I don't or, like yeah. tomato soup. That's my see. I like soup. Don't eat it often, but I don't like tomato soup. Well, do you like um, butternut squash? I don't know. I make great butternut squash soup. Okay, maybe I'll try your soup. Maybe a broccoli and cheddar too. Hmm? I, I that sounds good. I like. How about a potato and, and corn chowder? Hmm? I haven't had that. How about a cream of celery, a little cream of onion, cream See, of I have, sweet I, onion? I have not gotten involved in the soup game. See, you've been living off Campbell's. I my my soup game is tight though. We're talking tomato. We're talking asparagus. We're talking right. broccoli, celery, onion, cream of carrot and ginger. Are you kidding me? I didn't Are realize you, you were me? like the soup guy. You're the you're like, soup you know, guy. You're a super guy. You you know all the soups. I didn't know that about you. Now I know. So now if I have any questions about soup, I'll go to you. I need a recipe. Soups and sauces, baby. It's in the job description. So, yeah, guys, DM Trav about soups. 
and uh, DM me about beans. Obviously, I'm I eat beans instead of soup. So, anyways, on to like relevant topics. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> we, we should dabble in some type of hockey news so we can still claim we're on a hockey podcast. You wanna? Yes. You wanna go on our our guest, our upcoming guest we got coming on, and then um, uh, the World Juniors a little bit. Yeah, yeah, go for. Yeah. Okay, so um, we have had well. Uh, collectively as a podcast we've had a, a very exciting couple um couple days of you know progress with guests we got um garrett sparks uh sparky former toronto maple leaf calgary flame vegas gold knight now la king um used to have beef with the guy him and i you know we didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things over you know, the past like four or five years but um floated a dm his way said hey you want to come on the podcast he said i will come on at the end of the season you know april may whatnot because i'm assuming the kings aren't going to make the playoffs not him i am so the media doesn't attack him like they always do um and he said i'll come on the podcast on one condition i want to absolutely light you up with chirps in the podcast and i said sign me up We'll do it. If that's what it takes to get you on, you can unload on me for about 10 minutes, and then we'll get into the program. So that's the condition that Garrett Sparks wanted to come on. Pause. You're going to let this man unload on you for how long? 10 minutes? Uh, That's more than... That's overwhelming. That is overwhelming. I don't know what that's like. Uh, Does this guy think um, he's like the guy that was just... He he had this big story because he was in the coast and made his way back to NHL, right? Um, Yeah, that's the guy. Garrett Sparks. Yeah, Yeah. that's the guy. Uh, is he that good at chirping that he thinks he can just come on here and roast your shit? Like roast you, you, you know like it's a funny. fucking potato? You, you know, the funny part about Garrett Sparks and, and me is, is that like from my perspective, like him and I are so similar, like just personality-wise, the way we see, like, and I'm not talking like goaltending-wise, just like the way we see life, the way we see things, our mentalities and stuff. So like it's kind of like me going up against myself. Like I like to chirp, he likes to chirp, you know, like – I'm opinionated. He's opinionated. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. like, there's a lot of things like maybe we don't see eye to eye on because we're just misunderstanding each other. Um, so I think it would be a great podcaster. I really do. I know he's got some choice words for me. I got some choice words for him. Yeah. We're both passionate about hockey. We both love goaltending, and we're like we're our, our hearts on our sleeves. We don't BS. So I think that'd be a really really great no. podcast. I'll, yeah. I'll be the middle guy. You know how like uh, like the celebrities do those shows? Like they sit at a table. Like there's a person in the middle sometimes and there's the two people sitting at the tables and they stare at each other eye to eye and they just insult each other. Mm-hmm. We should do a little round of that. You guys just, you know, look at each other through the screen. We'll have a virtual like one by one. You guys insult each other so you can take it. So I'm just man. picturing uh, uh, McGregor and Jose Aldo with Dana White in the middle and he's like, tell him <laughs> I'm his daddy. Sit on my lap. <laughs> Sit on my lap. Tell him, tell him, him I am his daddy. <laughs> that is funny shit. So, yeah, Garrett Sparks uh, sometime in the spring, which is exciting, a little ways away, but excited to get him on the podcast and just talk about his journey and whatnot. Um, we also got for next week, uh, we have Victor Osman. Osman, I got to figure that out by the time he comes on next Humane, week, but I got, I got a couple times. Yeah, I got a couple days. Uh, goalie, starting goalie for the University of Maine, Swedish guy. You're going to notice I got a thing for Swedish guys, and that's going to carry on probably throughout the calendar year. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to come on. He's been in a... Um, a very interesting guy just from our you know my dms with him so he's going to come on next week um the week after that now this is a guest that i think really i'm excited about so uh if anybody followed online simon lakatsi he's the starting goalie for slovakia and everybody at the world juniors last week was very polite thank you double ihf for the opportunity the the propaganda that you're supposed to spew this guy said that excuse my language sorry he said you know what the double ihf screwed the pooch 
just from the beginning. This was a poorly run tournament. They were lazy. Right. They, they all this shit, and he unloaded on them. And this dude, I think, got like double the likes on his post, and he had followers. Like, so he went off on them. Yeah. So I sent him a DM. Would you like to come on the podcast? Never heard back. I got a message from somebody who claimed to be his friend. Said you should get him on the podcast. I said tell him to DM me back. Within two minutes, coming on the podcast. So he's coming on not next week, but the week after. So in two weeks, he's going to come on. He just needs to reset from you know the World Juniors and whatnot. So from, that's exciting. From my perspective, he is he is voicing the majority there with the players involved in the in the World Juniors, and the rest of the guys are kind of obviously afraid to say what they're feeling. And mm-hmm. he kind of you know what I respect it though. Like you feel the same way. You respect him for just putting his two cents out I there. Do. He, you know, I do. I do because no one, no one wants to be that guy. Like everyone knows, like what they're thinking and behind scenes and offline, they're all talking to each other. Like this is the this is bullshit. This is the dumbest thing ever. Like what are they doing? Canceling this. Meanwhile, on social media, they're not going to say that. You know, they don't want to look like that guy. This mm. this kid, he said, "Fuck it," <laughs> went on <laughs> went on Instagram and just ripped the whole fucking tournament. I read it. I was like, kind of laughing, but also like, damn, yeah, he fucking, he's making some good points here. I, well, I was he's making some I good there, but he yeah, well, to... he's making a lot of good points. And just, um, I'm not going to name names. I had multiple DMs from multiple players at the tournament, and that was the unanimous feeling and opinion. Although those players all made the thank you, double I chef, yeah. great tournament, all that BS. But like, I I know, like, I read the messages you sent me, dog. I saw that you weren't <laughs> like, I saw we what was going. On. Really I know what was think. going on. You know, yeah. but guys don't want to cost themselves an opportunity. Um, right. Anyway, so he's going to be on in two weeks. And then the following week will be Dylan Grand starting goalie for Team Canada. He messaged me last night and told me that he was boring. I said, well, we'll find a way to get some stories out here or something. So he's going to come on. He's shy. Yeah. You know, we got to crack that nut, but we got about 50 minutes to do so. Yeah. That's the yeah, no, we'll, only we'll stipulation. Crack his nuts. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> worst case, we can just make fun of him for the whole podcast if he, if he ends up being boring. Yeah, yeah. We'll just shit on him. <laughs> figuratively figuratively shit on him yeah uh, absolutely yeah what was your reaction when you saw the world cup was canceled what was your initial world response juniors, reaction world juniors yeah, sorry world juniors that's what i meant my apologies yeah so i was not surprised at all obviously if, if you've been listening to the podcast for more than one episode you know i have multiple connections to the world juniors and i was getting messages like two and three days before they canceled it was like I don't know how this tournament is going to finish just on like what I'm seeing and what I'm observing is what I'm being told. Like one of the, one of the players messaged me and was like, dude, they're having like weddings downstairs. They got like hundreds of of people like downstairs in the hotel. They're coming up and down the stairs. Kids are knocking on our door and shit like that. Like, and I'm thinking, okay, like if, if you're testing for the sniffles like three times a day and all that shit's happening, like you want to talk about a shit run tournament. And also on top of that, the fact that like, the World Juniors was supposed to be in Sweden this year, which, yeah. when, when politics aside, Sweden is the most open, free country in the world, probably for as far as the COV restrictions. So, in in my opinion, there's no better place to host it than Sweden because the tournament's not going to get shut down. But instead, you go to fucking communist Canada where you get three sniffles and they're throwing you in jail, writing up for a five thousand dollar fine. Like it's a it's a miracle they even got the t- tournament off the ground. So to answer your question, I was not surprised when they canceled it because I already had the inside info. Not a big deal, humble brag. Um, but but just from an outside perspective too, I was like, I don't know how they're going to get this done. So what, what, what were you thinking? Well, I saw the uh, the post that came out. But was it USA? It was like they were had to like uh, forfeit a game or something because they had a few cases. 
Yeah, because like half the games one day were all for like USA forfeited to Switzerland, yeah. Slovakia forfeited one, I think, and then Russia forfeited yeah. like half the teams forfeited games. So I saw that and I was like, ooh, that doesn't sound good. Because I was just in Canada where they're much more strict on rules, I guess, and the mm-hmm. whole thing. So I kind of had a feeling like, oh, this might go downhill. I think it's kind of. I don't know who to blame, I, but it's kind of ridiculous. Like the fact that, like, yes, of course, there's a big outbreaks everywhere, and a lot of people are getting cold. But you can bleep out what I said. The, yeah, the we'll bleep word the there. But uh, yeah. the fact that they were able to do it last year when it was much worse, like it was still in like before any you know like vac anything like there was. The the world was still closed down. Everything was still restricted, and they were they were managed to pull it off then. And then they, this year, you know, the world's back open a bit, and they they failed. So I think that doesn't look good on them. I think it sucks. Kind of pretty bullshit for the for the players, obviously, because it's like once in a lifetime thing. Like I never got to do that. Like if you know, like if I was able to do that, that's a once in a lifetime thing for the, for guys, and it just got like cancel that sucks like it, it i'm sure it like it feels similar to like my senior year getting playoff getting canceled you know like it was pretty heartbreaking so I'm, I'm i'm sure that they're pretty uh frustrated i i don't know i i don't i don't agree i think they they could have had a figured out a way to make it work and they just kind of dropped the ball I think too, just like the fact that you, like the tournament was going to be in Sweden, and then you said, you know, what, we'll yeah. do it in Canada again. Because, and, and I, I get the perspective. Like they're thinking, okay, we're not going to have anybody in the stands. It's always bigger when it's in Canada. We'll just yeah. put it on TV. Okay, I understand that. But like, if you if you want to host the games, like because they're going to be in Stockholm at the Globe, I think it was the Globe Arena, like the the, the big arena with like the red seats and shit. You, you have like ten thousand plus people, whatever. Just leave it there. Like at. at at the point when they started the tournament, it was still 100% capacity in Sweden. I think now it's down to like yeah. 75 or like 85, 80% capacity as of right now. But still, that's like 8,000 people in the stands. Like that, that's a great tournament to host, and they'll finish the tournament. So, like you said, just disappointing. And I, I was honestly looking forward to it. It gave me something to look forward to to watch on TV. Like I wanted to, like I, I got nothing. Like I can't, I can't watch half the TV shows and channels in Sweden because they're all in Swedish. And then the World Juniors, I still can't understand them because they're in Swedish. But I, I watch the game and I understand because we only yeah. have like three hockey channels here. So and I watch games on Saturday. That's it. So yeah, it's it's shitty. They knew they knew going in that it was like a whatever long. It's a tournament. You know, it's X amount of games, X amount of weeks long. They should have planned to isolate them if they knew like there was breakouts and stuff. Like I don't know. I feel like. That's just just a poorly run tournament, but just a very poorly run. Yeah, yeah. shit, shit happens. Life goes on, and uh, I guess that's the only way that they can look at it. But yeah, like Forrest Gump, shit happens, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> laughs like a box of chocolates. Yeah. You never know what you're gonna get. Have you ever thought about that saying when Forrest Gump tells him laughs like a box of chocolates? That makes well, no really sense. Great, no, well, it, it kind of, well, it doesn't, but it does. Well, well they never you, know. You know what you're, what you're buying, get. though. Well, no, 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 no. Do you not? Do you not get the? Do you know what? Like you've never had a box of chocolates, like the well, fancy no, box I, of chocolates. I, I understand the box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get, but like if you flip the box yeah. over, it'll tell you what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. No, but you, you don't can't know everything. Really tell you can't tell which one's which. You have to like really like look, be like, okay, is this one this one? You know what I mean? 
like this box of chocolates like you kind of grab one and then you find out what it is by eating it yeah, okay i just ruined forest gump sorry you want to move on to this topic before <laughs> I, I ruin christmas too for next year yeah uh i let's talk about um jake paul's flopping pay-per-view numbers yeah yeah could, could we just talk about the the dana white thing <laughs> i don't use cocaine yeah. no it's great <laughs> And he wants to test him for steroids. <laughs> yeah, which is great. Um, so to back things up, biggest knock, we say biggest knockout of the year, Willie versus Jake Paul? In what sense? Just just biggest knockout and fight fight game in the last calendar year. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. That and Usman versus Masvidal might have been the biggest um, knockout, just out cold, hit the deck. Oh, in that sense? Yeah. Yeah, pro- yeah potentially. Just out cold and just right on the deck. The Masvidal one was pretty uh, deadly, vicious. Like Usman on Masvidal, uh, Ingano. No, that was last year. That was last December. Mm-hmm. No, that was in March. Ingano's knockout was in March. Yep, that was still part good. of the calendar year, twenty twenty one. Yeah, uh, but you know, honestly, it is up there as like as like vicious knockouts go. Like he flatlined him. <laughs> Like, and that that angle from underneath, just like you you see the sweat bounce off him and the sound, like oh, that was yeah, like that was. You know who filmed that? Uh, Joiner Lucas. Do you know who that is? The rapper? No, no idea. No, he's a he's pretty successful uh, hip hop artist, but he was like sitting down there and just had his phone out, got that sick angle, and it sounded bad. Yeah. Mm Hmm. But it, it was a great fight. I'm going to be honest, too. Like, I feel like Christmas time is a terrible time for a fight. Like, am, am I wrong? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe. I feel like, I feel like with the like with the COV running around, everybody's, like, all scared and shit to, like, watch. I know it doesn't make sense because it was happening in Florida. Christmas yeah. time, people are spending with their families. Like, I feel like December is just a bad time. Like, maybe January would have been better. I think... How many pay-per-views did they get for the first fight? Like a million or 700,000? Uh, I think like 500K. Okay, and then they dropped down like 65K and granted, no, yeah, so, it was Tommy so, Fury and then he pulls out. But. So that was misleading. Everyone just ran with it. It's misleading. It didn't do very well. So the 65K is TV, um, cable TV pay-per-view, pay-per-view buys. So which someone calculated like the first time around like the 500k like it's it's like roughly like a fourth to a fifth of Jake Paul's like viewership comes from the cable uh TV pay-per-view strictly then the rest okay. of the people are they're either doing like the app Showtime app whatever they're doing to get the fight so it's like 65k times like four or five okay which would uh I think I'm saying that right yeah. Yeah. So three hundred thousand. So still roughly, about half. Yeah. So roughly three hundred k, let's say, which isn't, which is okay, but not great. But it's kind of expected if you think about it. like the first one did five hundred, five hundred, whatever k, and it was pretty boring. Yeah, it was kind of a shit fight. Pretty boring. So then Jake Paul won by decision. So people are like, oh, Tommy Fury's out. Oh, he's fighting Woodley again. No one, no one wanted to see it again. Yeah, and he just happened to have a big knockout, which might help him in his next fight. Mm-hmm. I think the I think the Fury one would have done better. But Tommy was wasn't promoting it though. Like Tommy was, like, it didn't feel like he was promoting it, and the whole John Fury, like it felt like it was John Fury versus Jake Paul, like for sure. And the, the shit he was saying was so yeah, it was yeah. so cringy, they, dude. It was they so didn't, cringy. Yeah, no, they didn't do like a good press conference promotion for it, like like in person. I think they should have done that. 
that being said, UK has some pretty loyal fans, especially to like the Furies. And a lot of people in UK love boxing, would love to see this idiot, you know, idiot Jake Paul get knocked out. I think it w- and it was like first time he's fighting a real boxer. So all the Americans are like, okay, he's fighting a boxer. Let's see. How- yeah, I think it just would have done better. And when he pulled out, it was like, oh, no one wants to see Willie again. Yeah. But it does kind of put a, I guess, a damper on his name in a sense. Because I feel like, you know, you get like a guy like McGregor. If McGregor gets like someone to pull out, it doesn't really matter the opponent as much. Like McGregor would probably still do a million pay-per-view, pay-per-view buys. As long regardless. as McGregor doesn't pull out, you're good. Yeah, so it's so it's tough. Uh, it's definitely it was definitely a tough look. I don't know because he was making it seem like he was like, you know, McGregor level pay per view draw, like moving the needle and then all of a sudden just yeah. just a splat. <laughs> yeah, so Dana was shitting on him about that. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was interesting. Then again, like because he because Jake calls out, I want to fight McGregor, Masvidal, Canelo, guys like that. And then Masvidal's yeah. like, keep my name out of your mouth. I'm yeah. doing five, or uh, you offer me five million. I want twenty million. Otherwise, I ain't gonna think about fighting you. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, because then Dana oh. said he was full of shit. Uh, he's on steroids. Yeah. Uh, Jake says you're you on you're on cocaine. You underpay your fighters. I want to get your guys some healthcare coverage. I want to double your fighter pay. And then, so long story short, Jake Paul is like, I'll I will fight in the UFC. I'll fight Masvidal for a one fight deal. On the yeah. condition that you give guys real pay, and and actually, in my viewpoint, from just based on what I see, if they can actually make that deal work, I think it might be really, really good because it's a way to kind of get all the fighters back on Jake Paul's side. If that makes sense, like, look, I got you health care, I got you more pay, all this kind of stuff. The big dogs like the Masvidal's and the McGregor's, they don't really care, but like the smaller guys will really support yeah. him for that. I think, and then people get to see him fight Jorge Masvidal, and like, I don't. I can't see in what world Jake Paul isn't done after like 13 seconds or like another bad Ben Askren knee to the face, a flying knee. <laughs> Maybe, but, man. It's but it's a strict boxing match because it's so different. Like, oh, is, is it going to be boxing? I thought the oh the, oh, the deal oh, was, oh well, yeah, because Jake offered happen. a boxing match and then yes, yes the yes, counter yes. was you come to the UFC for one fight. Was was that not the deal? No, yeah, no, you're right. If Dana did all these things, because mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know he was going to sign a UFC deal on the condition that they could only box. But I, I would just lose my marbles that if was, that's uh, what they agree to, and then Masvidal puts them in a in an arm bar thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like especially if it happened anywhere besides a boxing ring, it's just bad luck. Masvidal, like I would I would never bet against Masvidal. It's just the fact that like we've never seen Masvidal box strictly boxing, mm-hmm. like with those rules. It's different. I don't know. It's it's just like. But he does have good boxing. We're like Woodley doesn't have good boxing. Woodley has a good overhand right, and that was all he ever had. So it'd be a better, I think it'd be a better fight. The only thing that like Jake has going is I think he's a bit bigger than Masvidal. Yeah, Sim- similar sure. size though, six feet and six one. Yeah, but like Jake's like two ten. Walks around like big ten. Masvidal's like one ninety. Yeah, probably like walks around out of shape like one ninety. Mm-hmm. Cuts down, probably walk like in shape. Probably is like one eighties. I'd say because oh. he used to fight at fifty five. Yeah, but he was having those hard cuts, the twenty pound cuts in yeah. like a week. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, I'd like to see for entertainment purpose, but now they're like, now they're knowing he's not a draw on his own, so they're kind of losing interest. That's it. Took a hit. Like Masvidal's like, don't fucking 
say my name now you're you're not even a draw <laughs> like you know the second they get anything on jake paul they're gonna yeah they're gonna put it right in his face you know yeah i don't love the i don't love it for mcgregor to do that the boxing match with him because like yes mcgregor boxing wise will outbox jake paul all day long but like he's so much smaller than him that it's like like what if he can't knock him out because he's so much smaller you know yeah. Then then it get then it starts looking bad if like Jake catches him or like later rounds he's because he's so much bigger. It's just like I don't see it worth it for a guy like McGregor to do that ever. Like he has enough money where I don't like why would he do it? You know I just I'm at the point where I just love watching all the fights. I, I honestly yeah. like the Jake Paul fights, whatever extra boxing fights I, I can catch, the yeah. MMA fights too, especially like. Obviously, like, I'm not watching like Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira, because like it's late night. I, like I'll watch the Jake Paul one, but I won't watch the Poirier ones. I'll catch the highlights, yeah. but just like that was a great fight. The Usman Covington was a great fight. Like there's just I, I just love watching MMA. Like um, it's uh, fun. Whoever, man. It's, you know, it's it's exciting. Like you're on the edge of your seat because at any point somebody could break a face, break a leg. Somebody could die at any point in the fight. <laughs> like you never like honestly like that's what excites me as opposed to like some of the other I guess hockey right now or it's just kind of boring this is why i've been telling people online like sling the biscuit will be your favorite hockey podcast that never talks about hockey <laughs> you, you actually, boring dude yeah i know you made a you made a comment on someone's post i think you tagged me you yeah because like, paul I is did. more entertaining than mm-hmm. the hockey than the nhl and people are giving you shit i'm like you guys are crazy if you think differently because <laughs> like, people are just that, so used to it like if they think because they're like so diehard hockey that they're like uh they have a false reality of what's going on. Like, there's no in no world is is the NHL more entertaining than Jake Paul. <laughs> like, that's just well, like I don't if know you what take you, everything I he does. A, well, I, I remember as a kid, and, and I don't know if you were the same way, but like when I was a kid, like you always think like hockey's the most exciting. Hockey's the be all end all because yeah. you're a kid, you don't understand anything, you don't know any better. But yeah. like as you get older and you start seeing the world for what it is, you really start like picking people apart and picking like little little things like that up. You're like hockey just kind of bores me you know what i mean like there's nothing in the nhl that makes me say you know i have to watch this game like i'll watch a little bit of the playoffs i'll watch the cup final when that happens but like outside of that no yeah it's different i don't really care no it's i'm kind of similar it's different because like as a kid it seems it's very exciting you kind of have that like um this is new too right huh well it's new as well right yeah you kind of have that like delusional like christmas like santa thing you know it's like super exciting everything's crazy but like no and i agree it's but in terms of like sports like i think hockey like the sport of hockey is more exciting than other sports in comparison to like the ufc or it's not even close Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of sports just kind of like they're not that they're not that exciting they don't do as like the ufc is doing something right obviously it's easier to or to promote the excitement of because the excitement of the sport itself but like they're they're promoting and doing shit differently and it's working like it's well and especially when you allow guys to have personality like dude yeah. dan hooker has to have the tweet of the year do you see that tweet about john jones i did i did oh see that. my god so obviously we're a hockey podcast allow me to explain so um john jones gets arrested for beating up his wife what was it two months ago a month ago give or take <laughs> it's uh, it's out of context <laughs> Sorry, we don't, we don't really know. We don't really know what happened, but allegedly there he may have hit his wife. And then he also got a DUI, right? He that did, was also yeah. 
Okay, so just not a very good look, and it's not the first time this has happened. He's been busted for steroids. John Bones Jones. Been in the He's game for a while. He's controversial. He's very controversial. controversial. And then, so anyway, um, uh, Chael Sonning, uh, probably the top content producer on YouTube for the whole MMA game behind Michael Bisping. Um, he's out at a hotel and just beats the shit out of five guys who were, um, apparently they weren't assaulting his wife, but they were like verbally abusing her, saying some nasty things, and he just beat the shit out of five yeah. guys. Like the guy's literally a trained weapon. He's an MMA fighter. Like that guy will murder you. And he's so he, he beats up the five guys and there's this video on TMZ going viral of him getting dragged out of the hotel by the cops with the shirt yeah. off because obviously he's been in a fight. And then Dan Hooker from the rafters comes <laughs> Imagine, and I think he tweets at John Jones. Well, yeah, Imagine. because John was talking about it. Like John, John was, was talking like, about it. Yeah, when it first and happened, he's like, "I'm not gonna talk shit about how Chael just got like blah blah blah." You can go and carry on. Yeah, and then Dan Hooker from the top sh- or from the rafters says. Hey, John, just imagine beating up five guy or five people in one night. Not one of them is your wife. <laughs> yeah, I think he, I saw one that was like uh, chill. Chael beats uh, beats someone up for his wife. John beat up his wife or something like that. Like people yeah. are laying into him, like laying into him. Not but a like, good look. Not not a good look, and not to make fun of like you know domestic violence and whatnot. Yeah. But like it, it's just funny, you know, like just r- ripping yeah. on the guy. He's a UFC fighter, and he beats up his wife. Yeah, as they cut to another deep. There's not really lines. Like they just say whatever the fuck they want, and like Dana lets them, and I think that's yeah. the beauty of it. <laughs> He yeah. wants it. He likes it. He knows that it's going to create attention. He knows, even though, and then he pretends like he doesn't approve of it. You know, like this is like bullshit. They said that, like blah blah blah. Like when Connor's misbehaving, you know, he gives the whole speech about Connor. Like he doesn't. He loves it. He knows it's bringing in ratings. <laughs> like when yeah. when Connor threw the fucking uh, dolly dolly off the bus, all this shit. He's going to jail. He's pretending like this is unacceptable. He belongs in jail. Meanwhile, he's like. Rights, like he's like checking the stock count, just go up <laughs> every like pay per view is gonna be unbelievable. <laughs> and it was, it was the best one they've ever had. Uh, imagine he gives him a call afterwards, he's like, uh, can, can you do that again? But like, don't get arrested. Is like, yeah. you can do that again, like sometime in September. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's great stuff. Yeah, for amazing we have, stuff. We have time left here. Do you want to dive into the Florida thing for the ending? Uh yeah, what you want? Why don't we do it right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, which aspect of Florida? We love Florida. God bless Florida no, and Ron DeSantis. Well, you you know you wanted to title it about my like Panthers thing. Oh shit! Yes, I, for, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, people have asked me, and obviously you know it's something that I've obviously been curious about. Pat Pat was drafted by the uh, Florida Panthers, um, and uh, twenty sorry McDavid's draft class twenty fifteen right? Yep, me and Connor. Yep, same draft class as McDavid, awesome. and uh, drafted by the Panthers. People want to know: Are you still with the Panthers? Are you, are you signed? When's the big ticket coming? When are you playing for the Panthers? Yeah, you know, it's well, I've, I have explained it on my YouTube channel, but it seems like tough for people to grasp. Like they, <laughs> I actually got a comment like recently. I think I, when I did uh, reacting to my first pro game or whatever, someone's comment was like, "You went from a draft pick in, into the ECHL." Like, what the f- I'm like, uh, yeah, there's also a first-round draft pick on my team. Like, what, what was your point? What point are you making? You know what I mean? Like, so pe- there's, like, a lot of people don't understand kind of how, like, the, the process works and that, like, if you're if you're not, like, a first, like, I don't know, first-round picks even sometimes don't ever make the NHL. You know what I mean? Like, but 
if you're not a first few round pick, it's tough to even, you know, get a A deal. But obviously I was screwed uh with timing with the the COVID year, so I never even got like a chance, a PTO in the in the A after my senior year, which is like kinda like the common thing after college. Um as for the people that are confused by it, I will explain it, how it works. The whatever year, like, so a team drafts you, they have your rights for, I think if you're a college guy, it's four years or five years, four or five years. I want to say five, actually. Now, if you're lighting up college and there's no reason for you to be there still, they might, they'll take you early, you know, might sign you to an NHL deal. Now, if they're not doing that, there's no reason for them to take you out early. So I go um, senior year. I had a rough start because I got injured right away. So couldn't play the first like month, month and a half. Then I came back, played a couple games, was feeling good, scored a goal, doing well, hurt my shoulder again, tried to play through it stupidly, wasn't good, could barely move my arm, going around like <laughs> stupidly trying to play. I don't know what I was trying to prove, but obviously I'm not going to benefit myself or the team by playing. I just, I don't know trying to be tough and play through shit anyway so the first half of the year wasn't good i go into the second half i actually had a pretty good second half of my senior year and i was starting to pick it up even more as we were getting into playoffs but at that point it's not like a huge successful year like i didn't have 25 30 points which would be ideal so whatever that season ends now typically a guy like me coming out of college like that though they would give like a what is called a pto professional tryout for like the ahl like where like they bring me in they kind of feel me out see how i would do at that level that didn't happen because of covid covid struck everything's canceled so i never got that opportunity to show that like okay maybe i can play at that level or maybe get an ahl deal you know two-way thing whatever doesn't happen the uh, COVID year then goes on. There's no telling when it's going to start. August comes around, and that's when I become a free agent. There's no starting of a league in sight, so I become a free agent. Now, the A-team in Florida got completely canceled, so it was either, okay, I'll try to get a coast deal with Florida where their whole A-team is, so there really isn't spots there. Meanwhile, I got a started skating in the summer with the Worcester coach, the ECHL Worcester Railers coach. And he said he would sign me. He had a talk. He liked me. He was going to sign me. So I was like, okay, this is a better, uh, better opportunity rather than going to try to play there where they have a, no room for me essentially. So I'm a free agent. I go, my plan is going to sign there. That season got canceled completely. And then as then it's kind of caught up, to where we are now the summer happened i was gonna play in worcester again blah 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 i end up in maine mariners here i am today in the echl kind of just part of the process and uh a lot of people are confused about it i hope that uh clarified a few things for you and uh explained why and how i'm not uh affiliated or a prospect of the panthers anymore is that and so there, there was no uh, communication, like, um, 
they, like with everybody being shut down like there, there was no hey we're gonna be waiting we're gonna be looking yeah. to sign it was just there's no communication <coughs> just move on correct yeah well there was communication it's like i had a advisor or agent i guess at the time try and talking to them and it was kind of like we don't really have many spots and we also aren't sure we're gonna have an ahl team this year so it was and i was trying to push for an ahl deal and it just wasn't looking likely and that's shit happens you know so you fire your agent not fired he actually became a gm or assistant gm or something so he can't he couldn't be an agent anymore and that's that's just Who how for? it goes it's actually a good question <laughs> i'm not positive what do you mean? So, so he just texts you like i'm gonna be a gm okay bye uh well you've communicated through my dad actually yeah well because okay. he was my brother's as well mm-hmm. and uh yeah he talked to them about it and i just didn't follow up it's not like he was like you know he was helping me but not like overly communicating with me it's not like i was tight with him you know it's kind of how it i is. i should be your agent moving forward yeah you, you want to be agent my right agent <laughs> i don't Dude, know I, I, any any team you want to negotiate with i'll walk into the to the meeting room with with shades on and a briefcase an empty briefcase <laughs> i'll kick down the desk throw the briefcase yeah. at him fill it up walk out Fucking yeah Trav's my new agent there it is <laughs> breaking news Trav you heard it here Oilers. first <laughs> i i do find it funny that that like uh the comments where people will say shit like that kind of like try to like chirp me as if like as if they understand or like doing better you know like these guys i'm like yeah okay guys like we're we're so what was your like draft experience like if you uh well the only thing that i'm thinking of is is don't worry jimmy like i I know you're like 13 (laughs) years old you you, when you fire up the xbox this afternoon you can still play as me just (laughs) everything will be fine don't worry i'll still be in the game you know but but like people don't understand like so pat and i were talking about this like right before we started recording like you get this vocal minority of these like keyboard warriors who've never played the game they aged out in peewee double a they're telling you oh i used to be sick yeah. Have a drink, you know, you know, pound back that rum or whatever, and talk about how, oh, you know, I could have, you know, been drafted in the Western League, you know, second, third rounder, maybe. I probably could have been like a seventh round show pick, but just never had the money, never had the opportunity. Like, you don't understand, dude. You don't get the game, and I'm and I'm not even saying like I get the game because like where I stack up is like nowhere near to where Pat stacks up. Versus, you, you know, like in the in the pecking order of things, but yeah. just you get this vocal minority that think they know shit. And it's like you don't know anything, dude. You've never played no. the game. You don't know anything, like. It, you know like we signed up for it in a way like we put our life out here like here's me i'm the the, the d1 athlete and yeah i'm a and then you look me up i'm a panthers draft pick etc like so i i know that like i'm putting myself out there so i'm not really affected i i, I prepared for that before i even put a video out that like people yeah now i'm publicizing who i am and my career so it's like I know there are going to be stupid people who don't understand what it even means to be drafted or what the process of like going pro is like, and that's fine. So like, if you don't understand it and you're commenting, like it's okay. Like you can think whatever you want, but also like maybe look in, <laughs> maybe look into how it works before pulling the trigger. Well, and you know? and also it's the lack of respect. Like if you haven't played the game, you've never un- like you've never been around that. You don't have that respect and understanding. Like as opposed to like, and like I, I'm sure Pat gets it. Like. Pat has respect from like his fellow colleagues, like in in the East Coast Hockey League, for the most part, except for that guy from the Twelve Rivier, Guillaume, the <laughs> Le Chambeau or whatever his name I was. Think, like, maybe, I think he, I think he respects me now. I chucked mitts with him. You think so? Well, <laughs> yeah, how, he's how not, not he's not liking your videos. He he didn't like Monday's video. I'll tell you that much. 
No. Um, pro- probably gave it a dislike. Probably reported <laughs> you for spam. But um, like people that, for the most part, like just that they're respectful. They get like I don't know about you. I've never had an issue with, and, and I'm sure there are a few behind closed doors, but I've never had an issue with somebody who's actually played the game just being respectful, being polite. Like we don't like Garrett Sparks fucking hates me, can't stomach me as a person, but respects the hustle, respects the grind. We'll come on the podcast and have a, have a conversation because he, he, re- he respects it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just, yeah, they're, it's typically people that are like commenting things like that or hate things. They don't, they're not under, they have no understanding of like the grind or hustle. Like, yeah, it's unfortunate. Whether too, it's, like, whether it's hockey or, or as a YouTuber, like they don't, they've never ha- done anything in their life with that required or that where they actually committed to it in that level. Mm-hmm. So they don't really get how it works. So that's, but you know what you can't understand is our upload schedule because we have a new podcast <laughs> for you every Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. in Vancouver, 7 a.m. If you're in Winnipeg, Chicago, maybe um, who else is down there? Louisiana, same time zone. Uh, 2 p.m. in Sweden, 1 p.m. in the U.K., 3 p.m. in Finland, 9 p.m. in the old China. If anybody over there in China or North Korea is listening, 9 p.m., 8 p.m. That's when the podcast is ready to go. New Zealand, Australia, too, I believe 10 p.m. We want to thank you, as always, for listening. On behalf of Pat Shane and myself, it has been a pleasure to be in your car stereo, your AirPods, at the gym with you, maybe on the way to the rink for the last hour or 50 minutes, whatever it's been. Pat Shade, take us home, sign us off until next week when we catch up with you with Victor Osman. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, I look forward to rekindling the flame with with, uh, Victor.